Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast, the place where busy women leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hey, hello, and welcome back. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is another episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast, where busy women leaders come to get tips, tools, and techniques to create more success with less sacrifice. And today I am very excited. We have a special guest, Michelle Villalobos, and she holds a special place in my heart. And before I allow you to get into Michelle, let me tell you just a little bit about her. So um, Michelle is a, a whirlwind of sorts. So she is a business alignment uh, strategist, and she's a speaker. She is the CEO of the Superstar Activator, of which I am a member, and the Awaken Your Inner Superstar podcast. So she works with influencers, she works with thought leaders and other superstar entrepreneurs to grow their business in uh, and their expertise in joyful, energy-rich ways. Energy-rich being very key, because why do something if it's going to suck the life out of you? And she does it in a very unusual way. Because most coaches and consultants focus on strategy first, leading to growing a business. But um, with Michelle, it's really about alignment and playing to the business owner's strengths and their flow. So uh, what she calls it is when you know people aren't aligned in their business, uh, sometimes it's like wearing ill-fitting clothes, things that you, you know you may like the price tag and think you want it, but you put it on and it just doesn't fit right. You don't feel comfortable in it. That is um, Michelle's theory when um, building businesses, and she's put it into practice. So what Michelle does is she helps you to focus inward to ensure that the brand and the business model is a fit for you. Uh, she has created programs like the Superstar Business Breakthrough, the Superstar Accelerator, um, Speaking Academy, re uh, Retreats to Riches, and she's currently fishing, finishing up her book. And she's just got a lot going on. She's an amazing person. And I am so happy to have her here with me today. So welcome, Michelle, after all of that. Thank you so much, Debbie. It's an honor to be here. Oh, my goodness. And I will put Michelle's full bio in the notes just so everybody has it because uh, she, this woman does some really cool stuff. So um, let me start first because you've got an interesting colorful history, you know, your, your book, no cartwheels in the house, right? It gives you a glimpse into um, kind of that world. So give us a little bit of your background and how is it that you got to where you're at today? Oh, thank you, Debbie. Um, well, my parents are Cuban immigrants and I believe that's important because like a lot of immigrants and children of immigrants, they really wanted me to have a great life. Like that's why they sacrificed what they did. And so it, it occurred for me, the story that I made up was that there's a lot of pressure for me to be perfect and for me to succeed. And I operated in that way for many years. I went to, you know, I did great in school, was a straight A student, got to an Ivy league college, studied, you know, mathematics and, um, 
and uh, psychology. You know, I I had big goals, but very I say big goals, but they were also very narrow. There were certain things that I could do and certain things that I couldn't do. There were there was a lot of should running my life for a lot of years, and I excuse me, I was really good at it. I did it for decades, and then long story very short, I got to kind of a pinnacle of my career. I worked in the magazine industry. I was going to fancy parties. I was out late. I was a workaholic. You know, I was making a lot of money. At least that's what it felt like at the time for my age. And I was miserable. I was, I was unhappy. I was, you know, there, I was drinking a lot. Um, I was trying to avoid the feelings of emptiness, which were, you know, of me not being in alignment with my true self, my true gifts, my true passion, which I didn't even know what that was anymore. And, and really my true destiny. Um, and I just felt like I was living a life for everyone else, but not for me. Mm. Um, and I don't know if, if, if I could have even pinpointed that that was the case at the time, but that's what it was. And then long story short, I became an entrepreneur because I thought, well, of course I need to be my own boss and then everything will be okay. And the truth is I was the worst boss ever. It went downhill from there. I became an entrepreneur and I kind of took less time off. I worked even more hours. I was less taking care of myself. I was drinking even more probably. Um, and so, and it wasn't all awful, but you know, I'm giving you the Cliff's Notes version. I kind of had a breakdown about seven and a half years ago. And that is what led to a big breakthrough. And I basically, you know, it, it would all fall apart so that I could put it back together in a way that was true for me. And I and imagine it, what you didn't need and what didn't serve you fell away. A lot of it did. It took years. You know, it wasn't an overnight process. I'd spent decades building this persona, building this image of myself, you know, operating from a value system that wasn't even mine ultimately. So it took a long time to chip that away. And I would say that I'm still doing it. And maybe we all are, you know, mm -hmm. it's like we spend, you know, I don't know, 10, 15 years in our formative years in childhood, kind of building up this survival strategy for life. Right. And in the next, I don't know, 30 years, 40, 50, 60, 80, I don't know, kind of breaking it all down and getting rid of all the things that are, no, are not us. And the shoulds, chasing the shoulds, you know, those expectations that they aren't even yours, They're society or someone else's. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that pressure to be perfect, mm -hmm. living in that environment until it gets to the point where, you know, you talked about the breakdown and the breakdown does proceed that the breakthrough, I mean, you've got to, so in our language, in our community, so I am part of Michelle's community, we call it going to the basement. <laughs> and, and it's kind of, you know, when you, when you think about the basement, you think about, you know, it's dark and it may be damp and, you know, creepy crawlies down there and spider webs and not lit well. And, and you don't like going down there sometimes depending on your house and, but you need to go there and you need to empty some stuff out. The worst it gets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like I had spent years being like, no, I don't go down there, you right. know, Let me drink instead. Let me go shopping instead. Let me eat some popcorn instead. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you to you in your life, what does success mean to you personally and professionally? What is your definition of it? For me, success is living in alignment with truth, like with the truth of who I really am, the truth of why I'm really here, 
the truth of what lights me up and the truth of, of the contribution I'm here to bring. And so alignment to me is the process of getting closer and closer to truth in all those areas. And so for me, success is alignment because with alignment, and I, you know, there are these kind of six areas that I focus on in terms of alignment. It's like alignment with one's true nature, you know, my personality, my strengths, my gifts, you, you know, all of what makes us unique and special and us. And then alignment, I, I use the star kind of um, as the, as the, the image, right? It's a five pointed star. So at the center of the star is like, who am I really at the top of the star? That point is alignment with like, what's greater than me, my purpose, North star, divine connection, like whatever is bigger and beyond me. And then the, the two arms of the star, I'll come back to the two legs of the star aligned with my, my physiology, my life force energy, like food and sleep and yoga and movement and all the things and breath, the things that, you know, of this being incarnated in this body. And then the other leg is my values or, or our values, like what keeps us connected to and grounds us in what matters to us. So, you know, being aligned with that. And that's where like the breakdown happened or one of many was because in the magazine industry, I wasn't actually aligned with my values. Mm. We were putting out a woman on a, in a bikini on the cover of the magazine every month. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with a woman in a bikini. And it's not what the thing that I'm here to glorify. Right. You know, but I was going around getting ad revenue for this and like, it's fine. It's, but it wasn't me. It wasn't right. aligned my values. And then the two arms, you know, one stretches into the past, one stretches into the future. The one in the past is like alignment with my, my story, my, my legacy, my lineage, my belief system, you know, like healing the wounds of the past, you know, and that's something that I, I, you know, we didn't do that in my family or even talk about it (laughs) verboten, (laughs) put it down in the basement. Right down there. Yeah. Um, and then the other arm is like the future, the vision alignment with something that excites you and brings you joy and pleasure and promise and possibility. So that's when I look at success, it's, it's firing on all those cylinders. Mm-hmm. And to me, the image that I have in my mind is like from the center out light, you know, the superstar shines light that way. And the more energy you have, the more free energy of being in alignment, the more light you can send out into the world. Yeah. And I think it's alignment and, and how you describe it as that being equal to success for you, that truth is so important, especially now, because I think with everything that we've just gone through, people have come through it and are kind of like, you know, what I thought was important really isn't important anymore. And I don't know what is I'm trying to figure out, you know, what, what is going to give me um, fulfillment? What is going to light me up? How come I don't have any joy anymore? they're not aligned. Remember that conversation, the joy conversation. Yeah. And something so small as something that brings you joy. Yeah. What is it that you can experience that brings you joy? And it doesn't have to be anything momentous. It could be a song. It could be dancing. You know, for me, it's dancing with my husband in the kitchen. Uh, Yeah. You know, it's looking at pictures of my grandson. So it doesn't have to be, you know, awesome vacations and huge roles little things, what brings you joy and tapping into that? Yeah. And then the the next layer of that in my 
experience has been how do I manufacture joy in myself, mm-hmm. bring joy. Instead rather- of depending on something outside of you to bring you joy. Right. You know, I need this because it brings me joy. Right. Well, and that's kind of the trap that you fall into, you know, comfort foods and retail therapy and, and you know, cocktails, happy hour um, that go on too long. And, you know, I've certainly been there myself that, yeah, you're not being fulfilled from within. You're looking right. for something outside of you to give you validation and fulfillment. And that's pretty much at the core of everything I struggled to heal mm-hmm. was looking outside of myself for everything, mm-hmm. for validation, for joy, for pleasure, like, and really bringing it back to empowering myself to be the source of all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And just, and a lot of people are in that, in that mm-hmm. space. So let me also ask you, because you've got a lot going on, you are traveling a lot and, uh, you know, with your whole crew, me being part of it and many other fabulous people, if there's anyone who is an entrepreneur and you want to shine that light like a superstar, then you need to get a hold of Michelle and we'll be getting to what it is that she offers and how you can get a hold of her in a bit. Um, But let me also ask you, because it's Finding that alignment has to happen incrementally. It's not like all of a sudden you wake up one day and and you are all all five points of that star are like, I am on it. It just does not happen that way. Um, At least not for me. Um, You know, usually there is some sort of starting place. and, And once you get that going, then there comes something else. So let me ask you, knowing that, what is it that you protect? Like, what is it that you protect at all costs when it comes to, um, that you're not willing to sacrifice when it comes to your success? Oh yeah. Um, I would say that, and I, and I would have to admit and be frank that what I endeavor to not sacrifice at all costs, Mm -hmm. because when I think about it there, you know, that has been my modus operandi always is like, sacrifice self-care, sacrifice sleep, sacrifice food, sacrifice family time, right? Like, and so I'm cleaning that up in this moment still. Um, And I would say above all else is integrity. And that is, I think that's, and and when I, and that integrity is something that I'm learning too, because like there's integrity of my word like a promise made. And then there's also integrity of my self-care. And when those two kind of come face to face, well, which one wins, right? So there's a lot of negotiating and agreement fields being reorganized and reset. Um, and I, I guess now that I say that, what I, what I would not sacrifice or endeavor to not ever sacrifice is coming from truth, really. And I, my new mantra, you've heard this a lot, truth supported by love. Yeah. Because I, it was always a struggle for me to, to share, you know, things that would be uncomfortable, have difficult conversations, because I wanted people to like me. Right. And as a leader and as a coach, that's, those things are kind of diametrically opposed. You, you need to speak truth and you can speak it with love. It can be yes. supported by love. Even and, if it's hard to hear, supported by love. Yeah. Exactly. Even, yeah. Absolutely. Would you share a big lesson? Because mm-hmm. because I know in the in the group in our in our family there are a lot of lessons. But one when it comes to thinking about 
creating success personally, professionally, and yet having that um, harmony with sacrifice. So being educated, aligned about, okay, I know why I'm making the decision and it may appear as a sacrifice, but I'm, I'm okay with it because I'm going into it with full knowledge. What are some of your biggest lessons or a, a particular lesson that was impactful for you? Well, I would say, so about eight, seven and a half years ago, when my whole breakdown happened, one of the biggest wake-up calls was around my health. Mm. So I got a, you know, diagnosis. I've, I, you know, I had been, I've always been quote unquote, or let me see how an empowering way of saying this in my childhood. And as a young person, I was always, you know, I was often sick. Um, and it's always, you know, what's wrong with Michelle now, right? <laughs> Rashes, and I had allergies and I had all the things and antibiotics. And, and so I never developed, I don't think a really healthy relationship with my health. I was kind of always fighting my body and kind of forcing it to work through illness and to, you know, I always felt like my body and I were at odds, like it was letting me down. And, and so the seven and a half years ago, it started that I realized I need to be, I need my body and I need to be allies. We got to work together. Like I can't keep treating it this way and expecting to be healthy, right? Like maybe it's not fair that I was born this way or that I am this way, right? Maybe it's, and maybe that's what life's all about. Like, here's my challenge that I get to, to work with. And so I, I would say the biggest lesson is even this morning is like, what, you know, do I do this email or do I take my vitamins? Like, so I have to consciously, <laughs> oh, I'm choosing my vitamins. Okay. Go to the vitamins, you know, like that's the big lesson is like choosing my well-being first, trusting that when I do that, I have more, more to give, more energy, more love, more attention, more focus, more great ideas, instead of sacrificing myself and my own health in order to like meet someone else's needs. Right. Yeah. It depleting yourself. I mean, really, it's like a bank account. And, and you know, when we're younger, we just go and go and go and don't think anything of it. Uh, until we get to the point where it's kind of like, okay, maybe that wasn't the best thing. So how do I course correct? Exactly. And my, my health coach calls it body debt. So you've just talked about <laughs> that there's a, there's some body debt there. There's some, there's some, there needs to be some replenishing. Yeah. 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 And which in itself is a, a journey too, but first you have to make the decision. And I think that so many women balancing so many things in their lives, uh, and especially through the last 18 months, all of the things that they've had to keep going. And yeah. it just, you know, the, the sacrificing self, you know, even it, I'll say that you can't even give from a full cup, right? Because anything that you take out of that full cup is depleting it. You're depleting yourself. So it's like, how do you get to that place of overflow? You know, how do you carve out just a little bit of time and, and reminding yourself that that needs to happen? And, and one other thing to kind of bring it back to the success conversation in business, I just had, I just had this kind of visual this morning. Like that's what the, that's why the business model is so important. Mm -hmm. And that's why I always, I ended up, you know, I worked on branding and all these things for many years. And like where I've kind of honed my focus is really on the business model because coming, having monthly recurring revenues. And I think I'm going to say, especially at, for women. 
is the thing that replenishes the cup and keeps it running over. It's the thing that's allowed me to be generous and giving and, and charitable in ways I never could before because I know what's coming in and I know that there's, there's overflow there, you know? Yeah. So one of the questions that I, I had for you is when you consider the other areas of life besides career, besides your business, and um, what are you best at balancing with that business? And your answer was spirituality. Mm. And so I would love to know from you, and I'm sure listeners would love to know from you, what are your strategies to be able to um, bring that into harmony with your life that you keep that spirituality on, on the front burner? Well, I, the truth is it's very connected to the business because I've created a situation where now, you know, a lot of the work we do ends up being spiritual work, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we, people come in for the business piece, but then we start to dig in and we find mindset stuff. And then we start to dig in and there's emotional stuff. And once you dig in deep, 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 it's like everything's spiritual. Yeah. So I kind of painted myself into this corner where I've got to do the work because I'm leading a lot of the work and I, I need to be a congruent leader. And that's part of integrity for me. Right. right. So almost like I've forced myself or tricked myself into <laughs> doing it. And what supports that is being in a group. So I have, I lead this group and I'm also in a group that's fully devoted to my spiritual development. So I have accountability on that every week. I'm on a call with my, with my sisters doing, you know, the spiritual work. So for me, I don't, I I don't, I don't want to diminish myself and my 34th strength out of 34 is discipline, as you well know right? And my, (laughs) like, I need that external structure to support me in staying connected to that. I need someone checking in on me and and saying, are you doing the work? Like that sort of thing. So I would say that's what really supports it. And and that's, so, you know, that is a great, a great strategy in, in that, okay, discipline isn't my bag or not as much of my bag. And so I'm going to put the structure in place so that I am supported that, you know, I am reminded to do this work and I am supported to do this work. And so, you know, whether it's health and fitness, I'm on a health and fitness journey now, and I have to text my coach every single morning and I'm having amazing success with it. And I know it's because I have to send her all of my numbers and my food journal every single morning. If I was just doing this on my own, no way. You know, so knowing that about yourself and building processes around to, to support you there and that you had the wherewithal to know that spirituality is your superpower. It's something that's so important to you. It is aligned with who you are. And now you brought that into the business. You folded it in and it's become part of it. And it is part of the work that you and I are doing together because what I have been doing to this point is leaving my spirituality out of the business. I know. I know. (laughs) And now it's starting to come in. So heads up lady, there's, there's, there's Huna coming your way. So, um, yeah. (laughs) So, and, and Michelle models it just absolutely brilliantly. Um, so this may go along with the last question that I asked, but what are your best practices that you, that, that help you to be successful? 
Oh man. Um, okay. So number one, having a, uh, energy adding morning routine, a morning, which changes I'm redesigning it all the time, but you know, meditation, sometimes SRI, which is a type of breath work, respiratory integration, mm-hmm. walking Neo. We do a nice, like 45 minute walk every morning. It's my little puppy. <laughs> um, and, uh, I do, I listen to a lot of, um, I listen to probably one to two books a week on audible. Uh, and so just, I, I love to learn. I love to receive information input is also one of my strengths. So those are, um, those practices. And then from a more like structured business perspective. I also have a weekly uh, level 10 meeting that comes from the book Traction by Gina Wickman. Level 10 meeting is with my executive team. Of course, it's me and one other person right now, which is perfect. That's how I like it. Um, And we check in on KPIs every single week, key performance indicators. So we're looking at things like number of strategy sessions, number of enrollments into program, number of monthly recurring uh, amount of monthly recurring revenues, number of current inner circle leadership cabinet clients. Like, so we're tracking certain numbers every single week to just observe the, you know, the trends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having also a monthly financial call with her and with also my, my bookkeeper. Um, so just, uh, and, and then I also have a new coach, by the way, a financial coach that I'm working with for investments. Okay. And- doing crypto and doing real estate and doing um, just different types of investments. And we're reorganizing all of that. So for me, what works really well is to have a mentor or support person. I'm also joining that health program that you're doing, by the way. For me, what works really well is in every area of my life. I, I joke, I have, a, I have a coach, sorry. Um, because that's worked well for me and it's funny because I spent the first several years of my business like kind of no I don't need one or I don't want one or I'll get one when I'm when I can afford it or things like that Um, and when I made the biggest investment in that in my business was when I saw the biggest outcome and I think it's because I have so much skin in the game it was like I gotta make this work Mm -hmm. exactly exactly and uh you know it even outside of the business, because if we could do it by ourselves, we would. And if it isn't happening, then you need help and you need support. Uh, So why don't you tell a little bit about yourself and what it is, all the fabulous things that you do, how people can connect with you. If there's something that you want to share, go ahead and, and share that now. Awesome. Thank you, Debbie. Uh, well, there you can find, I think my number one kind of place for people to go and learn about me and receive me and see if it feels like an aligned fit is YouTube. I've got hundreds of videos on YouTube on hundreds of topics uh, related to business growth, strategy, sales, all of that with my kind of spiritual twist, especially, you know, more lately than ever. Um, and so that's a good place to start. And if someone wants sort if somebody wants to work with me or curious about learning more about if, and how I can support them, they can just set up a, a discovery call with me and people can do that at superstaractivator.com slash go. And that's, you know, that'll show you the different options. Okay. And I'll make sure that I put that in the show notes as well. And, uh, superstaractivator.com slash go. 
And then we'll give a, my, my YouTube channel link might be a good thing to just give people something to start to sink their teeth into. And what is the link for that? It's a long one. Um, if they could just search for Michelle Villalobos or okay. Activator on YouTube, and I can send you that link as well. All right. Yeah. If I don't have it, I'll make sure that I put it in the notes as well. And Michelle, I can't thank you enough. Uh, for coming on, for sharing with my audience, uh, the superstar that you are and what you do to help support other superstars like me to um, lift and lead and, and how you just demonstrate that by example. It is such a pleasure to be in your community and to have you here talking to mine. And uh, so that'll wrap up today. And for all of you listening, I hope you enjoyed your time with Michelle and you got some clarity out of her wisdom about the superstar that you can be, whether that is um, career or business or just, you know, in life. And until the next time, here's wishing you all the clarity you deserve. Have a really great day and bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcast. To learn more about how you can create more success with less sacrifice in your leadership and life, visit gettingtoclaritypodcast.com.